0: and good morning thursday is here and we have an appearance by mr fish I'm wanting to show up into the work today uh, we're having some labor negotiations some contracting issues going back and forth on what our actual duties are going on here mr fish at least showing up for work today not so much contributing as much as i'd like him to but you know he is a big investor so i have to also keep him happy my name is jay Clifton payne and along with mr fish we're going to bring you uh in mere moments things you might have heard for today being thursday august the 18th 2022 and these things are nine different news stories uh that you have vetted as popular stories good enough to chat about stories uh in the range stories if you will some of them um are more targeted some of them are kind of out there and some of them are well, well, well out there. These aren't necessarily mainstream media stories that you're picking up on CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, or whatever you're calling. We call ourselves your tertiary news source or your news side piece. You can say Newsmax is a news side piece as well, but uh, what we are giving you is some news stories and some perspective and some things to take along for your coffee chat, your tea chat, your chatty chat, chat, chat to get your day started. Check out our main website, This is theconversationproject.com, home of The Conversation Project, brought to you by Media LLC uh, to see what we've got going on and how you can help us keep things going here for the Conversation Project. Let's get into the news stories, shall we? Story number one, Giuliani faces grand jury in Georgia 2020 election probe. Rudy Giuliani has to actually show up for court to face a grand jury in Georgia on the probe of the election fiasco-ish stuff that led to Donald calling down the – the um, secretary of state and saying, I need you to find this many votes because this many votes is one more than the other guy got. And that means I win, which sounds like a problem. And it is, and it is for Giuliani. Now they're not so much saying that they're pushing on to uh, push into Donald Trump's action to maybe bring him down for grand jury, but they're basically the they being the, the pundits and people that, that yak about this stuff saying, in a push for Giuliani is a push towards something and a push that's something big enough to make things happen. We shall see how this happens and if Giuliani goes down there and just pleads the fifth and drips hair dye all over the place. That's essentially his game plan so far for all of these things. Let's move on to the next story being Alec Baldwin fatal rust f- film set shooting accident. Lips don't work so well, but the title right there remains. Click on the link to go deeper into this one. Uh, basically, all is not quite done with this investigation, but they're saying that the actual firing of the gun, the actual shooting and killing of the members of people's staff for that movie, is going to be deemed an accident that that Alec Baldwin wasn't out there, you know, gunslinging and just firing at people. Yes, there are some liabilities and who's responsible for how this happened, but the whole thing is basically an accident. There was no actual malice involved in this action. Our next story, Robert De Niro, to star in gangster drama Wise Guys at Warner Brothers. Give me a second to pull this up. I'm going to read this to the side because this is a very interesting movie, an interesting concept. I'm going to read you um, a few paragraphs from the story that we pulled from Variety. Uh, Robert De Niro will be sharing the screen with Hollywood legend Robert De Niro in the upcoming gangster drama Wise Guys. The movie, set at Warner Brothers and intended to play in theaters, will be uh, directed by Barry Levinson, the veteran filmmaker who is best known for Rain Man, Wag the Dog, reunites De Niro and Levinson, who previously teamed on Wag the Dog, Sleeper, HBO series The Wizard of Lies, and what just happened. Here's the kicker. Wise Guys follows Italian-American crime bosses Vito Ginovese. Sorry, it's early. And Frank Costello, who ran their respective families during the 20th century, in 1957, Giovesis, Giovenis, Genovese, I'm sorry, uh, tried and failed to assassinate Costello, who ultimately injured and attempted, who was ultimately injured and attempted to retire from the mob, but De Niro is expected to portray the two main characters. He's playing the two crime bosses who work against each other in crime bosses. This is going to be interesting. At first, I was wondering if this is going to be in one of, those, one of those de-age things where they're going to de-age De Niro and have him play against himself as his younger age. But basically, he's playing old guy versus old guy. This is going to be a kicker. I can't wait for this movie to come out. Big fan of De Niro. Brad Pitt Foundation agrees on $2.5 million settlement to owners of faulty post-Katrina houses. The headline says it all. Brad Pitt's foundation went into a life in New Orleans to help out the folks who had lost their houses and lost everything in Katrina to build them new houses. And they were really, really bad. And Brad Pitt's foundation has to pay the people that they gave the houses to because they're dealing with the houses. But as you hear often, uh, there's still people living in Katrina area uh, uh, wipeout zones in New Orleans in um, Katrina trailers and, and um, you know, FEMA trailers. Trailers are given there for temporary housing because their houses have not been fixed. And this has been like a decade. So there's issues. Brad Pitt stepping in to be a kind hand. Um, this may also be some of the things that got wrapped up in his his, his relationship stuff. Brad Pitt foundation being a kind hand thinking we're going to build some houses and they build a bunch of bad houses. Not good for anyone around. NBA will not schedule games on election day, November 8th, to promote voting in the U.S. This is something that came out late yesterday as they're coming out with the schedules for your favorite teams, and so all games, basically all teams are basically playing the night before on on November the 7th, but there are no no players, no teams were playing on November the 8th to encourage uh, people go on vote. So you don't have an excuse that you got to go to uh, a Raptors game to not vote, although the Raptors play in Canada. So that's really not excuse anyway. It is something that goes along with the NBA and many of the major sports here in the United States are uh, pushing for a more uh, wide open social agenda. Uh, you will probably still see messages towards um, uh, equality and inclusion on the courts, on the fields this season, and of course things like this. There was a time where essentially the last thing that sports wanted to be a part about, be a part of, was elections. I remember famously when I was a child, child like, like. Eight or nine, uh, and then the presidential election going on. The WWE or WWF at the time uh did a big old promotion on the fact that you know they didn't care about the elections. Come watch some TV. Now John Cena's, you know, hanging out with politicians saying go vote. It's a different age, it's a different era, different things going on. It's a different lifetime. Uh, you can say better or worse for your for your point, but it's basically a different lifetime, and people want to be involved in the process, even if we're seeing parts of the process are basically rigged from the start. There, I said that part out loud. Sama El-Shihad, Saudi activist, sentenced to 34 years for tweeting. Read the story on this one, because it's a bit more It's a bit more than just, oh yeah, she pulled out her phone and she had Twitter on it. It's not so much the tweeting, it's what she's tweeting out there, the words she's saying against the Saudi government, against um, a lot of things going on in the region, that less of here in, if you're living in the United States, have freedoms and rights and to do around and move around with. There, not so much. Click on the link in the description and see more about what's going on in the situation and what other people are trying to do about it. Pence says he'll consider testifying before January 6th committee if asked. He'll think about it. He'll consider it. He'll put it up to the He'll bring it up to God. Him and Mama will talk about it. You know, maybe he'll testify if asked. Reminder, He's not been asked. And if asked, we will see if he does show up. But because of all sorts of doubts on how the committee goes, especially when the election in November, we'll find out whether uh, the Republicans overtake enough power to basically kill these things anyway. We shall see. But Pence, no, you know, he's got some things to say. He wants to get to clear his mind and clear his head and clear his throat and clear, you know, the air and clear, clear, clear. But he's considering. He's thinking. About it. He doesn't know if he wants to talk to him. He's kind of thinking about whether he wants to actually talk about the the, the people who are investigating that. He, if he's asked, uh, he'll think about it. Missouri pastor says congregation is poor, broke, busted for not buying him a luxury Movado watch. Click this link because we like to talk about preachers and pastors and we like to love us talk about some prosperity gas gospel. And this is basically it because his congregation did not raise up the funds, did not put money in the plate, did not get him the watch he wanted. That's why God wanted him to have a watch and wanted his congregation to help him get that watch. And because the congregation did not listen to God, they broke poor and busted or poor, broke and busted to say the quote properly. That's what he says. Click the link. Read the story. Get a couple laughs. Maybe do a facepalm, wonder what's wrong with these Christian folks, and join in the conversation. This is one that really needs some conversation out there aloud. Superman and Lois to recast Jonathan Kent after actor Jordan Elast doesn't report to set. This one... um it blew up into something a bit larger over the day. Now, the original posting for this, as the story came up, to uh, Superman and Lois is, is um, taped in Toronto, I think, in Ontario, Canada, some, somewhere. And uh, it was time for the cast to basically show up to prepared for the new season being recorded. Uh, however, not sure when it'll be aired, because, of course, it airs on the CW. CW's will be, be sold out. They're getting rid of all of their Arrowverse shows, but Superman and Lois does get their season three, as promised. Jordan a Kent, um, the the one of the twins by Clark and Lois. It's a re it's a retelling, so it's also sort of weird. Uh, Is played by a man named Jordan e- 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 Elsass. Elsas. I can't speak today. Jordan Elsas and Jordan Elsas didn't show up for work. Uh, turns out Jordan Nilsass has been talking for a while about his mental health and him needing to get out because it's a bad time. And he's actually on his way to some sort of facility to deal with it, some sort of rehab type facility, some sort of long spa to go to. So he's taking care of himself. So they're looking for the next Jonathan Kent right right now because filming starts very, very soon. This is one of those yay for mental health. But, you know, because I'm who I am, boo for not showing up for work and really working these, these things out before work was going to start. Taylor Lornette reveals his fiancée, Taylor Dome, will take his name and also be named Taylor Lornette. So Taylor Lornette, of course, famous for being a a werewolf at one time and dating another Taylor at one time, is dating another Taylor. He tends to date a lot of Taylors, apparently, and he's he's engaged to a Taylor, and this young lady named Taylor, her maiden name dome will be a big baby B- B- nix and she will go by her legal name from her, her husband which is great although her husband has the same first and last name as she will so taylor larnett is going to be married to taylor Nornette mr mrs literally taylor larnett i can't make this stuff up this is not very important it's not very serious this does not rule the world but this is one of those things that because he was a sparkly werewolf I mean, I guess the werewolves weren't so sparkly. The vampires are all sparkly. And he, of course, dated, you know, that other lady. Um, he's kind of important. I have no idea what actual acting gut jigs he's had in the last five, ten years. But he's getting married to a lady named Taylor, and they're going to have the same last name. Thank you, Or. You're welcome whichever way you want to go with that one teaser story for tomorrow maybe we'll talk about this texas school district pulls over 40 books including the bible from shelves amid review now there's a big old mass review of schools and school districts on books based on the new not so new trend of banning different books for different things of course there are newer books now they're not older books that had old language that aren't really in in step these days their newer books have new language that really are in step with these days but older people want them not there because of the wokeness and all that stuff. It, it hurts people's upsets, folks. People get mad when books tell them things that they didn't know already and they don't know it. I don't know. I don't. I, I get it. No, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. We're banning books. And now because of a big review, because they have to go through everything, somebody apparently on the other side decided, you know what? That Bible talks about, you know, fornication and foreskins and caught people heads off and concubines Maybe we shouldn't have the Bible in the library. So now there's a big review in this district as they're going through everything. Check out the link so you can see what's going on. And if you want to chat this up further, we can chat it up further tomorrow by your engagement. Engage in this and make this one of the top 15 stories for the morning. And we will put it in the listing for the stories we will pick in. Top 15s off the list. Uh, Yeah, they're banning the Bible, literally, because the school district wants to ban other books. And someone finally said, you know, that Bible thing, not so pc because it ain't because it ain't supposed to be because that's what it is let's move on to the big part that we're going to talk about really big part money or specifically money you save for your glasses Go to Zenny Optical by seeing them at this is a conversation project.com slash Zenni. That's our affiliate link. And you will get the best glasses you've ever worn because there will be some of the most inexpensive glasses you've ever worn and some of the best best well-built glasses you've ever worn. These are good glasses. These are good glasses. Sip for emphasis. Look stoic for a moment. One, two, three. These are good glasses. I'm wearing my Zenny optical glasses right now. I've worn the same frames for about four or five years, basically, because I like these frames. They're simple. They're easy. Uh, I have basic lenses, although I do have a bit of tint into them working for the, um, supposed to work for the lights, I guess. Now that I have better lights, I had to get better tint. And I also have a pair of sunglasses uh, that go along with these same general frame, different colors, but they are my my prescription sunglasses for doing things and being able to see in the sunlight. My wife has any optical glasses. My daughter's getting her first pair of glasses in a few months after her next eye exam, and she already picked out some cheetah skin uh, leopard print thing glasses that she wants wants of those these are great glasses these are beautiful glasses check them out at this is a conversation project.com slash zinni these are very affordable glasses which is the main point of this one is if you're worried about spending lots of money on glasses you don't have to we've got you covered check out this link and we get a little bit of a kickback for you coming in the door from zinni optical news websites of notes actually just websites i'm not sure why i said news that's just a Tick, I have going on. Uh, me and Mr. Fish will work that out in our next um, um, counseling session. This is the is your home for the conversation project. Brought to you by More Better Media LLC. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so, all things more, more, things conversation project are there, including uh, the, the uh, replay, links to the replay of the video, this thing right here. Uh, also, other things we've done in the past and get into things we're going to do in the future once we get this this school schedule uh, settled and get things going on and links to what's really important the partnership and the sponsorships pages because without your partnership and your joining with our sponsors we can't do this Period. So thank you so much for stopping by the website, seeing what's going on and seeing what's going on behind the scenes as well. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. Now we are hearing all sorts of news stories. I'll probably post one in today about how teenagers are abandoning um, the Facebook and the Twitter. It's just not their thing. Well, you know what? That's great because we want them. We don't want them there anyway. We want it there for us. I need you to go to your Facebook and your Twitter. Hang on tight. Hang on tight, and check out our feeds as we post our new stories every fifty minutes. Every fifty minutes, we'll give you a new story to uh, engage with. Like it, love it, hate it, share it. And the more you like it, love it, hate it, share it. The higher engagement it gets, the top 15 stories of the morning, uh, going from one to around 133 is the average, uh, are the stories you pick from to give you here today. We call them the vetted stories. So between you and the Twitter algorithms, uh, you are picking what stories you're talking about. So you get a chance to do that. So we appreciate all the hard work you do because it is work We We know it on those ends. Check out our TikTok where we're not doing very much at all these days because we're kind of busy doing other stuff. But we'll get there. Doing TikTok very poorly again. Very soon at the Conversation Project and our YouTube page, youtube.com/slash/the-conversation-project. Make sure you are subscribed to us there. We need your subscriptions there. Even if you watch us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube and hit notifications so that at 5:50 a.m., more or less, Friday, Monday through Friday, we will give you the notification that I'm yacking and me and Mr. Fisher, you know, having our little um, our little spouts spats, you know, in in the in the office because. Yeah, we just need to have some contract negotiations. We need to talk about how we're actually laying out our stuff here. Today, things to talk about include birthdays on the day. Actor Dennis Leary is 65 years old today. Actor, comedian, entrepreneur, and just all-around crazy cool guy is 65 years old today. Christian Slater, 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 Charlie Slater and Christian Slater. Two different guys. 53 years old for Christian, not for Charlie. I'm not sure when Charlie's birthday is. I'm sure it'll pop up eventually. And Malcolm Jamal Warner, most most famously known as Theo from The Cosby Show, but does a lot of things going on. He's doing a lot of behind-the-scenes things, uh, and and he's popping into some acting gigs here or there. Uh, he's turning 52 years old on the day, and that's one of those things that makes me feel much older because he's in his 50 now, so I'm about to hit 50. So I I definitely, you know, remembering him as being a co co, co-, co-, co- a comrade, a compatriot, a cohort in uh, age during that time when he was on Cosby Show and things like that. Reminds me that I'm not a kid anymore. We're going to celebrate today Bad Poetry Day. Well, we could celebrate a bunch of other things to be ex- exact. Today, I'm going to actually pull out the list of things that are there. We do a bunch of food. So it was also Fajita Day, uh, Ice Cream Pie Day, which has been awesome. Pino de Noir Day, Wine day. Exactly. But um, we're going with bad poetry day because we want to do something a bit more fun. So uh, go look through the closets. Go look through your journals. Go look in your your garage, in my garage, in the old garage. I have my binders of bad um, emo high school poetry. We're going to pull it out. We're going to read it to ourselves. We're going to see how bad it is. And then you can go ahead and burn it. But just celebrate your bad poetry today and other bad poets that you enjoy out there in the world. Going out the door, one last thing to yak up. Hits go with this one right here. It says The telltale signs someone might be lying are avoiding eye contact and nervous talking. But even the most experienced poker face has a revealing tell. That's according to a poll of adults, which reveals an overwhelming majority consider themselves a cut above the rest when it comes to being able to spot a liar. The survey found that, on average, Americans fib four times a day, but they feel like they're. They're lied to about six times a day. So you're only getting lied to about four times in a, in, a, in a day or so, but you think you're getting lied to more. So that ability to pick out fibs really isn't so great because you think you're getting lied to more than you can lied to. However, comma, people are really bad at lying, although they think they're good at lying themselves. So that's another lie in itself. And the lying thing becomes a big old circle at, at, a, at a point. Do you think you're a great liar? Do you think you're a great lie detector? Why don't you let us know in the comments? in whatever form you're seeing, whether either video or you're listening to us on the audio, uh, because this is now a podcast. We keep forgetting to say that we have the audio of this going as well, so we have to work on that. The visuals of me, Mr. Fish, aren't doing anyone any good on the audio, but he, he 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 paid his cut, so we have to mention him a few times. We also have to mention that we're done. It's Thursday, August 18, 2022. The decision for things you might have heard, whether it's video or audio, is now at an end. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Make sure you stop by our website, thisisaconversationproject.com. Check out our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and vote in the stories you want to see or hear about. And most importantly, stay hydrated. That means nothing for the audience who are listening because I'm just holding up a mug. Stay limber and stay on task. We need you to be here for the best things that are needing to be done, which will be done by you. We love you. We need you. We care for you. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. We'll do another show to wrap up a week, which ends on Friday. Tomorrow, happen to be Friday.